Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Now uh, now talking about the serious stuff going on in, uh, uh, what do we call it? The opposite of civility, the opposite of elegance of what's going on here in the United States. Uh, we have Judge Napolitano introduce him. Yes, Judge Napolitano. I always say his name Napolitano. wrong. Napolitano. Napolitano. I want to say because he's from Naples, his family. Napolitano. And, I mean, he was an analyst for Fox News, but now he's here with us. He also served as a New Jersey Superior Court judge. Welcome back to Cats and Night, Judge. Oh, it's a pleasure to be on with you guys. And you have to know, the way you pronounce my name is the way they pronounce it in Italy. So I know. It's music. it's music to my ears. Oh, good. Yeah, I know because um, my parents, they speak Italian too. And so I, I get like, I, I always like pronounce the names how they're supposed to, I guess, well, like the hey, ethnic Naples way. Was a, Naples was a... I've been a fan of Governor David Patterson, and I've never had the privilege of working with him at Fox or elsewhere, and it's a delight to be on with you, Governor. You didn't have, wow. thank you. You didn't have Chris Christie sit on you either, right? <laughs> <laughs> so the first time I met Chris, and Chris, a friend of mine, uh, I was on the bench, and he was a young lawyer with a 32-inch waist. Uh, that was a long time ago. Oh, 100 years at least. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's a really long time. So Steve Bannon, Judge, he surrendered today, and I just saw some video before. They perp-walked him, all the reporters. He says he's he has yet begun to fight, and, of course, he pled not guilty. Well, what's your reaction to seeing all this? Is this normal for him to be perp-walked? This is a white-collar crime and all of this hoopla. I mean, couldn't he have just been quietly surrendered himself and call? I don't know. It just seems like a political circus at this point. You know, there was a time when uh, perp walks were um, invalidated in New York by the Second Circuit Court of Appeals. That decision still stands, but the police and the prosecutors do it, uh, and they and they get away with it. He was handcuffed, uh, I, by the way. I'm not in favor of it, no matter who the defendant is, because it gives the impression to the public from among whom the jurors will be chosen that, that the defendant is guilty. I agree. On the other hand... Um, you know, this is a very uh, unusual case because the very same acts were pardoned when they violated a federal statute, but they still stand when they violate a state statute. Unfortunately, the Supreme Court has ruled that that is acceptable. The great it's, it's a fascinating decision, seven to two by the Supreme Court. It's fascinating because it involves a guy who was caught with a gun in his, the trunk of his car, and he was a convicted felon, had served his time, was, was free, but as a convicted felon, you can't own a gun. He was prosecuted by the state of Alabama. While he's in jail in Alabama, the feds prosecute him, and his lawyers say, double jeopardy, I can't be prosecuting me twice for the very same act. Goes all the way to the Supreme Court, 7-2, to two. Supreme Court says, yes, you can. Here's the dissent, written by Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Wow. Consented to by Justice Neil Gorsuch. So you have the most liberal progressive member of the court at the time and the most libertarian conservative member of the court agreeing that the double jeopardy clause bars a second effort to prosecute, even if it's a different jurisdiction. Now, that's the dissent. That's not the law. 
the law is that even though uh, Bannon was pardoned by former President Trump for the alleged federal crime, and even though the very same act triggered both prosecutions, he can be prosecuted uh, by the state. Your Honor, I was talking to Judge Weinberg about this. If we get away from the legal aspect of it, it actually wasn't even a good political move because once you've indicted Steve Bannon, that's all anyone really has to know at that point. By giving him the perk walk, it gave him a chance to start stating his defense. And Correct. everybody got to listen to it. So it not only may, as you point out, may actually legally, even though it's allowed, this may be overturned one day, but also I think it was just bad judgment. Well, it's, it's uh, Richard Weinberg, uh, Judge. It seems, to, it seems to me that there's a larger problem, which is the public perception. If Alvin Bragg thinks this is so important to utilize his resources in a town that's going wild, that's lawless, why are we prosecuting Bannon on this when we should be paying attention to the real public safety issues? Well, that that is, as, as the governor just said, that, that is a political question. Is Alvin Bragg even worthy of his office when he's expending uh, resources on something like this as opposed to, uh, a, a, you know, daily living in New York and crimes that interfere with uh, with the person and with property? Your Honor, Ed Cox here. Wasn't there a provision in New York law that that said you cannot have double jeopardy in New York if, in fact, uh, you are uh, not guilty uh, in a federal court? So when Paul Manafort was, that's a great question, Ed, and uh, you all should know that Ed and I were at Princeton together, <laughs> even though I look 10 years older than he does. <laughs> older than I am, but he's got that baby face. God bless him. I realize this is radio. Yeah, but you I haven't seen the portrait of my cellar. <laughs> <laughs> right. So um, when Paul Manafort was convicted by the feds and then the state indicted him, the state of New York, for the very same um, mortgage shenanigans that the feds convicted him for, for which he was ultimately pardoned by uh, then-President uh, Trump, the Court of Appeals of the state of New York, which is the highest court in the state, invalidated uh, the prosecution and said, this is too close. This is just too close to the uh, trial that he just went through. We're going to throw it out. Yeah, but Bannon didn't go to trial, did he? He was pardoned no. before he was convicted. Am I right? No. no, no, no. He was pardoned by Trump after he was convicted and after he had served a little bit of time. Trump was advised to do those pardons at the end of his term for fear that they would affect his reelection chances. So Paul actually served some time uh, before he was he was pardoned. Then this uh, this state prosecution came up. Then the Court of Appeals threw it out. Then then Governor Andrew Cuomo and the legislature enacted legislation expressly permitting this type of prosecution. So I don't think that Court of Appeals case will help Steve Bannon because the law has changed since then. I mean, it's the type of law that obviously was written to target a certain class of people. And and when the court cons- reviews those types of law, it does it, you know, with a fine tooth comb. But I believe that that law is constitutional and will be upheld and Bannon will have to face a jury. Now, the other big piece of news today, uh, Judge, is the Justice Department. The They have filed an appeal officially trying to overturn the judge's order for a special master in the Trump raid case. Do you think they'll succeed? 
I do think they'll succeed, and I'm glad they filed the appeal. This case is uh, this opinion is such an outlier. Republicans, Democrats, uh, liberals, conservatives, progressives, libertarians, all across the the political spectrum in the legal and judicial worlds. I don't know how Judge Weinberg and Governor uh, Patterson feel about it. Uh, have been critical of her. This is basically a judge saying to prosecutors, you have to stop your prosecution on the basis of documents that I haven't even seen. But she does, simply doesn't have the authority to do that. And as a practical matter, it's too little too late. The feds have already reviewed these documents, and the CIA has reviewed these documents. If you want a special master to review documents taken from you by the government, whether it's state, local, or federal, you have to have your lawyers move while the search is going on. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Are not surrendered to the prosecutorial authority, but to the special master. In this case, Trump's people asked for it. Two weeks weeks later. later. Two weeks later. Right. The feds had gone through everything by then. So all she's done uh, is interfere with with an ordinary prosecution. She, the judge, it's a rookie mistake. She's probably a good judge, but she's new at this. She doesn't have the authority to do it. I think the um, 11th Circuit, which meets in Atlanta, uh, we'll reverse her as soon as the papers are filed. Uh, Professor Alan Dershowitz was on the program on on Tuesday, and he's his objection to this process was that he said this was a general warrant, which was unconstitutional. What's your thoughts on that? What was a general warrant? The search warrant? Yes, yes that's his position. Well, so general warrants are unconstitutional, but this was not a general warrant. I love Alan, as you know, and he's a brilliant uh, legal scholar. We usually agree on these liberties issues. A general warrant says search where you want and seize whatever you find. That's what the British used to issue to British judges when looking uh, to see if Americans had bought stamps to comply with the Stamp Act. This is 1765 now. Uh, but this a warrant that specifically describes the place to be searched and the person or thing to be seized, I'm, I'm as Judge Weinberg knows, I'm quoting from the Fourth Amendment, is is not a general warrant and is constitutional, and that's what this one does. So why did Look, they seize his it. passport, so, Your Honor? Well, that was wrong. It's wrong to take uh, personal uh, property, and they returned them. Uh, as soon as well, do you think he think Trump. they were interested when he might have traveled to Russia or something like that, having to do with something that's irrelevant to the warrant? I hope not. But if they were, that was improper, and he has a cause of action against them for it. Look, a passport's a passport. It's absolutely clear what it is. It, it has nothing to do with the search warrant uh, or with the top secret documents that they found. Look, this latest thing is, is devastating. If this leak from the DOJ to the Justice Department is accurate, if he literally had nuclear secrets uh, on his desk, that that's the crown jewel of what the government protects. And these are nuclear secrets of another country. Yep. Well, thank you so much, Judge Napolitano. Thank you for all that you do. And uh, well, when should we expect a decision by the appeals court? Oh, well, they didn't file an emergent appeal, but I think they're probably going to file an emergent one very soon. If they take their time, it'll be a month. If they file an emergent appeal, you'll know in a week. Okay. Well, thank you so much. We'll uh, probably call you back. Excellent. All the best. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you, Thank you. Thank you. Uh, keep it right here. Cats and I coming up, we'll be talking about the migrant crisis that's now happening all across the country. We'll also be talking about crime. We'll talk about the latest polls when it comes to Make America Great Again. We'll talk a little bit more about the Queen. Keep it here. John Katzmatidi Show, Cats at Night.